what's amazing about thoughts and beliefs is that they also hold energetic frequencies. They hold vibrations and these can be held in the body. So even though it's part of your subconscious mind, these are energies that we can carry forever if we don't release them. So not only are you releasing these beliefs or these thoughts from your mind, you can also release energies that are no longer serving you. And with energies, with beliefs can come emotions, can come physical ailments, because everything is connected as layers upon each other in our being of who we are. Welcome to Tuning In. I'm your host, Catherine Pelosa Smith, and I'm here to talk all things intuitive wellness, natural nutrition, raising the vibe, and reconnecting to your truest self. I'm a practicing holistic nutritionist and spiritual life coach who has completely transformed from feeling ill and disconnected to now living the healthiest, most vibrant life I could have ever imagined. I truly believe that by tuning into your mind, body, and soul as your magical gateway, you too can achieve higher levels of wellness and start living your most nourished life. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, lovelies. Welcome to Tuning In. I am your host, Kevin Pelosa-Smith. Thank you so much for being here today. I have an awesome episode for you guys today, and I'm going to get really deep with you, like really, really deep. I'm going to talk about some stuff from my own personal life and my past that I feel is really relevant for today's subject. (laughs) So get seated. Hold on. It's going to be a ride. So I want to talk to you guys today about something that last week I had Marley Rose Harris on the podcast and we kind of just brushed the surface a little bit talking about our belief system and our subconscious mind and all of that kind of stuff. And I have been doing a lot of work in this area myself over the past few years, and I was thinking now would be a really good time to just elaborate on that and get talking about what that all means. What does that actually mean? And how does that relate to wellness, health more specifically? So this is basically the setup for how to release what's not serving you, but for good, not just willy nilly. Today, I'm going to release this tomorrow. I'm going to release that, but we're actually going to dig deep into the subconscious bank. I like to call it a bank. I think of it in that way and release it and then close the door again. And that big vault, close it up so that it doesn't come back out. It doesn't go back in and it is no longer a part of you. And so how do we actually do that? How does that actually happen? And I want to go through all of this using an example. And I want to use weight loss as an example. Okay. So if you're thinking right now, like this is my goal, I want to lose weight. The question I would ask first is, okay, what are you doing about it? Right. And you might say something like, well, I'm eating healthier, I'm exercising, I'm taking blood sugar balancing supplements, et cetera, et cetera. 
And okay, I would say, well, that's, that's great. That's a great start. Good for you. But <laughs> the question that I would ask you next is, are you holding on to the extra weight because of the food? Because you don't move your body? Because you aren't taking blood sugar balancing supplements or whatever, etc. <laughs> and this is a question that is tough because I feel like a lot of people will say, yes, yes, I'm holding on to weight because my diet was poor or I wasn't moving my body enough or I wasn't taking the right supplements to support my body. And yeah, people just believe that it's the bad food. It's the lack of movement and all of these things. But I really want you to understand that it's not the root cause. Those things are not the root of any of that. Those are not the reasons why you have, you know, issues with habits or you have trouble sticking to a healthy diet or why you just don't have the motivation to get up and move your body more. And yes, they can have an effect on your body's ability to release weight. They can play a part in gaining weight. But if we really want to transform, we want to lose the weight and live a lifestyle that is intuitive long-term, we really have to dig deeper. We have to ask, why are you eating poorly in the first place? Because, you know, we all know that if it was easy, we would all just be doing it and it wouldn't be a problem. We'd just all be eating super healthy all the time, not wanting any treats or snacks. Why aren't or can't we, uh, you know, move our body or stick to a workout regimen? And again, it's like, because if it was super simple, we would all be doing it all the time. You would see everybody out going for runs and the gyms would be super packed and, you know, there wouldn't be any overweight issues really. And like, why is our blood sugar imbalanced in the first place? It's not because we lack blood sugar balancing supplements, right? That's just an example that I'm going with, but you get what I mean, right? And this is where things really get juicy and complicated. Like it's freaking complicated. It's a lot. And this is where a lot of my clients that I see are struggling because they're like, I just don't know what to do next. I feel like I'm doing all the right things and I'm just not getting the results that I'm looking for. And it's really like, in my mind, I picture like a, the domino game, right? Like the domino effect, because there is something that pushes that first piece and then all the other pieces start to fall down. But if we think about the game, if we think of it in terms of our health or weight loss, what is it that is pushing it? What pushes the poor diet, the lack of motivation, the hormonal imbalances, the revved up nervous system, the insomnia, the weight gain, you know, all of that kind of stuff that just is all knocking over. What is it? Your mind. It is your belief system, what you subconsciously believe about yourself, about the world, that is 
the driving force behind your decisions. And you may think that you're in control, but you're not. A lot of your decisions that you make consciously are based off of subconscious beliefs. It's very sneaky. The mind is very sneaky. It's all going on behind the scenes. And so your subconscious mind, it's like that bank that I mentioned, right? It like stores your thoughts, your memories, your meanings. Like what do you make things mean? And then it solidifies it all by the time you are eight years old, right? So it's like, All of that is being built. You're making things mean stuff. All of these thoughts, these experiences that you're having, all of that happens in the first one to seven years of your life. And then once, you know, by eight years old, it like closes up, it locks up. And then that is stored in your mind as your truth. And this is where we have to go when we are looking at the why behind our choices, the decisions that we make around our food and our exercise and our habits. What beliefs do you hold around yourself, around food, around your body, around habits, around prioritizing yourself and your needs? And this is honestly, this is where people get a little lost because They don't necessarily know, and you have to really dig deeper. You have to sit in silence and really go in and try to understand and know what are those deeper thoughts that I'm having? What are those true beliefs that are rooted with me that I carry from such a young age, from experiences that I've had? So as soon as we establish a belief, or (laughs) I always call it like we make something mean something (laughs) and it doesn't sound nice, but we make something mean something. So we go through an experience, something happens to us, or we, we see something, we immediately place meaning on that. That's what our mind does. It's a meaning making machine or whatever you want to call it. So we do that. But then as soon as we establish this belief, we make a decision as to how are we going to manage this? How are we going to deal with this belief that we just created? So as an example, I'm going to go into my own personal past. Okay. So I had a very deeply rooted belief that I'm not good enough, or I will never be good enough. Very simply put. And there was a time in my young life that I made an experience mean this, probably something to do with my father and him kind of pushing me to achieve higher grades or comparing me to my cousins. I remember that always coming up and I made his pushing and comparing mean that I am not good enough, right? So the key here is that that might not be what he actually meant by that. It could have just been love, right? But I made it mean that I'm not good enough or I will never be as good as he wants me to be. And so from this, this creation of the belief, I decided something. And what I decided was that I'm going to deal with this not being good enough or never being good enough by like 
I'll show you. I'm, I'm going to be perfect. I'm going to do everything absolutely perfectly. I'm going to strive for perfection in everything I do. Or it will go the absolute opposite way. I would like completely give up, not even try because I knew that I would fail. So it was like, fuck it, not going to do it. Forget it. So this led to a lot of challenges in my life as I grew up. And eventually one of the biggest things that showed up was that it trickled into my eating behaviors. And this is how I developed disordered eating patterns as I got older. And this started like fairly quickly. Like I was pretty young. I was 14, 15, where it was like, I would have to be perfect in how I ate. Everything had to be absolutely perfect. I need to be eating the right things. I needed to become vegetarian because meat was bad. I needed to cut out all fats and, you know, all of these types of things. And then it would switch. And all of a sudden it would be like so overwhelming that I would just give up. And I would be like, forget it. I'm, I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to eat whatever I want, whenever I want. And it went back and forth and back and forth so many times over and over and over again. And what I realized from this is that I wasn't struggling with food because I was eating unhealthy. I was struggling with food because I believed that I wasn't good enough and my disordered eating was a coping mechanism or just like a way to navigate my life with this huge limiting belief attached to me. This is how I was navigating my life. It was like this massive weight on my shoulders that I was living with. And it was like, well, how am I going to eat if I'm not good enough? Everything was based off of that. It was a really big, major limiting belief. And this is why like changing the diet, changing my workout routine, changing the supplements, you know, balancing my hormones, whatever it was, it never solved anything long-term. The feelings of having to deprive myself would come back or the feelings of forget it, let's eat everything. It would just sneak back in eventually, right? Like I could stick to something very specific for like a month or two. And then it would be like, I can't do this anymore. And it's really not until I could start to release this belief and it's not, it wasn't shifting my mindset because that was just another band-aid solution. It wasn't affirmations. It wasn't like thinking positive, happy thoughts, all of that kind of stuff, which can be really wonderful tools, but that was not how I actually released the belief from my subconscious mind from the vault. <laughs> and it really wasn't until I was able to do that, that things started to shift for me, that things really started to like open up. And what's so amazing about beliefs is that they aren't designated to like just one area. So releasing that belief for me opened up a whole new world in not only my health, but you know, in what was possible for me in my career, my business, in creation, in my relationship with my father, with my husband, everything. It was a huge part of my healing journey because that belief of I'm not good enough wasn't just attached to my eating behaviors. It was attached to everything that like how, how I was navigating my life period. And so 
it just, I can't stress this enough. These beliefs that we carry, they're so deep and they become part of you and you believe them to be your truth. Even when it was something that you made something mean back when you were a kid. And that's all that it is. So being able to release that is just so freeing and just opens up so much more space for possibilities. And that's to say too, that, you know, all those other things, it doesn't mean that they don't work, right? Like changing your diet or exercising or taking supplements because they do too. It's the whole package. It's all part of the, the overarching plan, right? But Really, if we want to get to the root of it, if we really want to make a long-term, like a transformational shift, we have to look at what is rooted in our subconscious because that is where we're making our decisions from. That is, you know, we could create habit tracking and, you know, spreadsheets all day long, but what is it that is going to keep you to them? What is that, right? That's like that, like no man's land that a lot of my clients were like, this is where I want to go, but like, I don't know how the hell to get there. Like, (laughs) what am I supposed to do? I wake up in the morning and I want to go back to bed. How is that getting me to where I want to go? And that is where this type of work comes into play, releasing what's not serving you and what's not serving you are your limiting beliefs. That's it. That is as simple as it is. And I also want to just put in too that the mind, the mind can be really sneaky. (laughs) And like, I've noticed this in my life where things will come up. So like it perceives something that, or if it perceives something, I guess that like looks like, acts like, feels like your limiting belief. So for me, not good enough. If not good enough is no longer there. If I've released that, it might pull out a different belief from the vault, (laughs) say like not worthy, right? It's similar. It's similar, but those past behaviors that you associated with not good enough can stick to not worthy, right? So we have to be careful of what we are letting in. And sometimes we have to keep reevaluating the root limiting belief. Where is this coming from again? If those habits start to sneak back in, what is happening in this? Was it fully released? Maybe, maybe not. But is there another limiting belief that is, you know, attaching itself onto these behaviors that felt oh so comfortable from the past? So it doesn't mean that as soon as you release something, it's those, those habits are gone forever, but it is such a great stepping stone. And it just kind of leads to more and more deeper diving into those beliefs that are, that are limiting you, that are just not giving you what you need to get to where you want to go basically at the end of the day. And I have done this type of release work many different ways. I have worked with coaches, with therapists, with guides. I've done it on my own. And honestly, like I found that it doesn't, it doesn't really matter how you do it. You just have to have the intention to release it. So, you know, you can go all out. You can call in your spirit guides, your higher self, the archangels, God, universe, source, any higher divine power to help you. But ultimately, 
If you have that intention, you can clear it. Now, being in a meditative state or deep in hypnosis or any other way of like activating the subconscious mind can be really helpful too, but you just have to have like a willing heart, really. You have to be open to shifting it and to releasing it. And the reason, I mean, it might sound super simple. It's like, oh yeah, of course I would want to release that. Duh. But (laughs) sometimes we, you know, we benefit from holding on to these beliefs and sometimes people can't release them right away. Sometimes it takes multiple tries because you might think like your conscious mind might think that you want to let go of, I'm not good enough. But if you do let go of it, then what happens? Like, right. You can't hold on to that excuse anymore. You have to actually start playing out there in the world. You have to like actually get out there and be that amazing, great, good enough person that you are. And like, that can be scary, but in the best way, it's like, it's stepping out of your comfort zone because we know, we know like nothing new, nothing different happens when we're doing the same thing over and over and over again. And we have to step out of our comfort zone really to create something new and something closer to what we desire. We just have to trust. We have to ease into that. So that's what I mean by you have to be open and willing because there is that other side, right? We get to be the victim. We get to hold on to that excuse. It's like, well, I'm not good enough. I can't go out and like meet new people or I can't start a workout routine or I can't lose weight because I'm not good enough. I'll never be as good as all those other people that have lost weight, right? It's easier sometimes to hold on to that than to be able to let go. And so leaning into that discomfort, if it feels a little bit uncomfortable, you know, you're in the right direction. You know, you're going in the right way because, you know, it is comfortable to stay where you are. It's as, it's as simple as that. So for those of you who are ready to release your limiting beliefs, you know, you're like, I'm ready to step into that zone of the unknown. This, this is honestly where miracles happen. This is where transformational shifting work goes to play. And this is, this is what it is. And it's like, it's super exciting. And also what an amazing way to kind of take all the pressure off of feeling like you have to do everything perfectly. Here's, here's my past self coming in because it's like that feeling of perfection of having to have the perfect diet, the perfect workout, the perfect, you know, schedule to fit everything in, to be the healthiest person I've ever been. It's like, that's a lot of pressure. But if we just take away, I'm not good enough. If we take away the limiting belief, what goes in its place? I am good enough. We start to fill that space with those positive affirmations of what we really do want to start attracting in our life. I am healthy already. I am losing weight. I am exactly who I desire to be. You know, I am perfect exactly as I am. And when we start to live into that, it attracts more of what we want and what we desire. So it's like, not only are you just releasing something that's not serving you, immediately you will start to attract more of what 
is serving you. It's just going to naturally fall in and magnetize into that space because you've let go of not good enough. So your body on a physical level, on an energetic level, on a spiritual level, on all levels is like, whoa, she doesn't believe that she's not good enough anymore. Here you go. Here's everything you've ever wanted. And that's just where things start to come to, into play. And it's just, it's really magical. It's really healing. And one more thing too, that I'll just throw out there is that <laughs> probably going down a whole other rabbit hole here, but what's amazing about thoughts and beliefs is that they also hold energetic frequencies. They hold vibrations and these can be held in the body. So even though it's part of your subconscious mind, these are energies that we can carry forever if we don't release them. So not only are you releasing these beliefs or these thoughts from your mind, you can also release energies that are no longer serving you. And with energies, with beliefs can come emotions, can come physical ailments because everything is connected as layers upon each other in our being of who we are. And so you can start to penetrate the different layers and release more and more. And it just continues to open things up, get things flowing better for you. It can help to heal your physical body. Maybe you've been holding on that limiting belief is maybe like a very dense energy in a certain area of your body and it's weighing on that. Check it out. Things can happen as you start to release these, these emotions, these, you know, feelings and thoughts and all of it. So that's just a little bonus on top of that, because I love to talk about energy and I love to talk about emotional healing and all of that kind of stuff. So that is, that is my story for today. And I'm super excited to share this with you guys. And if you resonate with this, or if you have questions about this, I would love to hear from you. I want to hear what you guys are thinking about this kind of stuff. If this inspires you at all, if this gets you like motivated and ready to like, okay, what can I release? Or how do I find out what's in my belief bank? <laughs> how do I do that? Where do I go? And we can get into more deep stuff with that. And this is what I'm helping people with moving forward too. If you want to book a complimentary discovery call and you're like, these are the learning beliefs that I have, or this is my goal, we can dive into that even more deeper too. I'd love to help you with that kind of stuff and start getting you releasing. Let's release what's not serving us for good, for good and say goodbye to it. See you later. We don't need you because only the stuff we want is going to be coming in. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I love you guys. I'm so, so grateful that you're here, that you're, you know, listening and come into play every week. It really means the world to me. And I love being able to offer this information and this extra content for you guys. So do not forget to love yourself today, every day, always and ever and ever and ever. <laughs> and yeah, have yourself a beautiful rest of your day. Talk to you soon. Bye. Before you go, do you like quizzes? If so, 
I have created a super fun little quiz that you can take to see where you vibe at most frequently. This is just a fun little quiz that you can take. It only takes about five minutes and it just explains to you sort of where your frequency is emitting most often. So click the link in the show notes if you want to take the quiz. And if you feel so called to send me your score, because I love to know where you guys are vibing at and how I can help you raise the vibe.